Can your mess become your message? Well, if you are Cherie Burton, that is a definitive yes. And she has cracked the code, according to her, to depression through her struggle. So I'm going to let Cherie explain that as we get into Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International. This is episode number 132. Welcome to Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International, the podcast that tells you the story of how women are impacting business one guest at a time. Now here's your host, Jeff Bolitnikoff, with another successful woman and her unique business journey. Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International. I'm Jeff Bolitnikoff, and we have a guest that's gone on a long, but as you'll hear, a very worth it journey. Her name is Cherie Burton. And you can check out her website at ShereeBurton.com. It's C-H-E-R-I-E, then Burton.com. So, and we're going to bring her into here so you can hear the story directly from <laughs> her. But from her website, it says, For over 20 years, I've been gathering women across our glorious globe and guiding them to wholeness. Now, Cherie, welcome, by the way. Heard you heard you there this Thank a second you. ago. Great to have you here. <laughs> and uh, you have a great laugh. You have a great, it's, it's, you can, you can just tell Aww. that it's very authentic and, you know, you, you feel the warmness. You know, I, I felt the warmness emanating from your site and I don't feel anything different now that I'm interviewing you. And Thank you. Oh, of course. But your story is so great because it, it talks about, a battle with darkness, a battle with depression, and even what should have been like, and, and again, I want you to explain all of this because I'm not going to do it justice, but even a, an appearance on Oprah, and this should have been like <laughs> the highlight of your career, but it turned out to be kind of a watershed moment for you, and all of this has kind of led you to a place where I think you can authentically, and and I hope I'm not misspeaking here, but it's like you can authentically help other women because you've been in a very bad place yourself and you understand where they're coming from, but you also know how to pull them up and pull them out of it. And as you say on your website, guide them to wholeness. So Cherie, again, welcome. I'd love to hear your version of everything. And that's the only version that we should be listening to right now. So welcome again. Thank you so much, Jeff. I really appreciate that. And and I would extend that same kudo to you that you're just as genuine as you seem. <laughs> so oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, most people, I have a podcast too, and I interview, I've interviewed multiple guests. And if there's one recurring theme I've noticed, it's that everyone who's stepped up to be an influencer has literally walked through hell. Like it's almost a prerequisite. It's almost like a rite of passage. If you're going to, if you have a desire to help people, you will walk through multiple storms um, and, and trauma just to be able to be qualified. <laughs> so those are the most effective leaders I know are those who've really walked through a lot of hell. I I mean, we could be here all day talking about the drama that I've experienced, but we'll just, I'll just give you the ultimate highlights. So I am the second of seven children, the second oldest, and of the seven siblings or the six siblings I have, I have three brothers and three sisters. All of them have been diagnosed bipolar except for myself and one other sibling. And my aunt was bipolar, my dad's sister, and who knows how many generations back, way before it was probably ever diagnosed. My dad's sister took her life at age 32, I believe, and left a suicide note for my family to raise her son, who was three at the time. So he's actually the seventh child in our family. Right around the time that this was happening, I was wrapping up a psychology degree. So I was very 
motivated to find answers. My soul was driving me to really find solutions. But what happened is I wasn't finding it through clinical work. I actually worked at a psychiatric hospital as a counselor. I worked at an addiction recovery center as a counselor. And I noticed that people were just not getting well. And when I was, I'm 51 now, when I was 36, my sister who was 34, so two years younger than I, mother of five, took her life. She actually uh, checked into a hotel room and overdosed on a drug managed that she used to manage her bipolar symptoms. Um, and she also left a letter just like my aunt did. And because she had five children who were very young, ages two to 12, the letter was for her husband and basically said, I can be a better guardian angel than I can be a mother among other things, you know, she just basically said, it's better this way. I I just can't do life. I can't get it together. So by the time all of this had played out, I'm in my mid-30s. And again, I had the clinical work behind me. And I had already realized in my clinical work that it, people weren't getting well. And then this happens with my sister so and my aunt. So I'm like, what? What? How? <laughs> And, you know, I've always been a very spiritual person. I was raised very religiously, but I think there's a difference between spirituality and religiosity. And I love spirituality. I love soul connection. I love higher power stuff. And so I went to God and I just said, hey, I need to crack the code on this. I will not, I have five children of my own. I'm not going to lose. We're not going to keep perpetuating this throughout generations. I want to break the cycle. And so that led me gosh, it's been 15 years. It led me down so many amazing paths. I truly believe, Jeff, that I kind of have cracked the code on depression. I'm just going to quickly say, yes, like I, I feel like I have. And I know that it's different and personal to each person and their, their journey and what they've been through and what their biological constitution is. But by and large, there's some markers that when employed will actually put people on the path to healing. So that's in a nutshell my, there's other stuff, <laughs> but for our purposes, I'll kind of leave it to that. Well, I'll tell you what, and when you get into, like, when you talk about cracking the code on depression, and that is obviously a statement I think that's going to intrigue a lot of listeners. So when you say that, what do you mean by that? And what are some things that you have done that have really made a positive impact on the folks' lives that you have dealt with? Right. My research has focused in sensory restoration. So our five senses, and you could almost say our sixth sense is more like intuition or our soul voice or, you know, it's, it's more intuitive. But sight, see, taste, touch, sound, smell, all of those are there for our cleansing and restoration. That's their purpose. They bring us to joy. They help still our mind body. So I believe there's a physical and a spiritual pathway for each of the senses. So for instance, the sense of sight is what you're looking at. That's the physical pathway, what you're physically looking at. The spiritual pathway is kind of like your mind's eye. You could say the pineal gland in your brain. You could say spiritual vision, any kind of vision or expansion, even thinking about something or ruminating or dreaming all of that is related to the spiritual pathway of sight. So each of the senses are laid out that way. And when a person is very proactive about, it's kind of like a computer, like whatever is coming in, the vibration of that, because as you probably know, everything has a 
frequency and a vibration. So it's a vibration of what is coming into your senses. And that's why cell phones have become the mainstay. And it's why we're having a plague-like proportions of depression and anxiety because people are largely putting things into their mind and their brain through their sight and their visual receptors that can be quite damaging on many levels. But when you're very proactive about putting a plan in place that nourishes those senses, um, you will cleanse the pathway and therefore you will start to feel better. So in a nutshell, that's kind of the simplistic version of how I help people. I believe for for men and women, I mostly work with women, but I, I know it's true for men that we've disassociated from our bodies. We don't know how to land in our being. We, we're always exterior focused in what we can achieve and what, what's happening out here. And oftentimes that precludes doing the real work with our inner being and the soul work and the shadow work to release trauma and to release some of our core beliefs that aren't serving us. So as soon as your body feels safe, it will go in and do that work. But if your body doesn't feel safe, then you'll keep avoiding it and your and your your stuff won't come up for you to deal with it. Your body will be in protection mode. So as you ground yourself in your senses, your body starts to experience safety and then it will start to bring things up that you can start clearing out. By the way, I don't want to go any further in this interview without saying that I'm very sorry for your losses. Those are tragedies that are nobody should have to go through. So I wanted to mm. offer my condolences. Thank you. It's been a hard healing path for our family, for sure. Yeah, that's I can I can't even I can't even fathom it. But for people that you're working with, and I'm going to use an analogy here, and I don't know if it's the right analogy, but let's talk about which you just talked about the brain and the spirit and being able to heal themselves only when they feel when, you know, when the body feels safe, as you said, is it kind of mm-hmm. like on a diet where like a lot of people say diets don't work because we're programmed at like a, you know, this, go, this is biology that goes back many millennia that when you, the body doesn't know when you're dieting, it says, well, mm-hmm. well, you know what? I, I, okay, less calories are coming in. You can't really talk to your body and say, no, no, I'm doing this on purpose. Your body's like, okay, less calories coming in, slow down the metabolism, survival. And is that mm-hmm. same kind of mechanism going on in your spirit and your brain and whatever when all of this, when these bad inputs are coming in, is there just at some level, it's just going to protect itself. No matter how much you say, feel positive, feel good, feel this, it's just not going to respond until the things are cleared out. Yeah, there's a lot of truth to that. And um, there's, you know, in, in the psychology realm and also now even just in the new spirituality realm, we now know that there's this mechanism in place that's built in that we don't have any conscious real control over. And that is when the body is in a stress response, it goes to fight, flight, or freeze. So everyone has their go-to. Some people just bail. They're like, ah, this is too much. And some people just freeze up. They literally can't process it. And then other people will fight through it. And none of them are better than another. They're all about how we cope with a stress response. So it's not good or bad. But when you're awake to the fact that to your patterns and how you normally cope with a stress response, then you can go consciously into a healing response. And then your body will be like, oh, okay, we're good. But what we're kind of talking about with your question is is awareness. So it's being aware. It's, It's like, how do I circumvent that neural loop that I typically get in and break that cycle and do something just a little bit differently? And it has to be little things because if you try to do something really major, 
you'll still stay in that stress response. It'll feel too overwhelming. So it has to be, I love to, I, I teach people how to do these little stations. I call them emotional emergency kits. Something you can see, taste, um, smell, hear, whatever, right? All the senses in a little, like I love essential oils. So I have essential oils in there. I have some uh, affirmation cards so I can look at them and speak it out. When I speak some, when you speak something out, your own voice is the most convincing to your subconscious of any other voice. So your body will take that in and touch. Like there's certain holds you can do, kind of like hugging yourself that take you out of trauma response. So I just have these little indicators in these little boxes. I teach people, have one in your purse, have one in your car, have one at your desk, have one in the kitchen, wherever you go and frequent having these little healing kit or emotional emergency kit are very, it helps you break um, your cycle. It helps you break your pattern. It's called a pattern interrupt. And it's the only way that we can actually change is to have a series of pattern interrupters to change the neural programming. I'll tell you what, we have about a minute and a half before we roll into the last few questions, but I do have, well, two quick things I want you to address in these 90 seconds before we get to the last two questions. First of all, I imagine that when you are helping people heal, it has uh, positive impacts on their whole life. So their business life, their home life, their personal life, everything has got to improve. And then also I want on your website, you say your mess is your message. So if you could tackle those two quickly, that would be great because I, I, I was fascinated by your mess is your message. Mm-hmm. I wish I could say I made that phrase up, but it's kind of how I started the discussion. I've never met anyone that's here on the earth to be an influencer, healer, or leader that hasn't had some kind of mess behind them. So that typically is an indicator that whatever you learned in that mess, you're here to then teach others about. So so that's the short answer for that. And what was the first part of the question? Well, and then the uh, how you've positively, I, I can imagine the people that you've interacted with. I know I, I tried to, the last 90 seconds or so, I tried to fit in two and one for you, but <laughs> maybe bought bad podcaster, bad podcaster, right? You know, I get uh, I'm dealing with a fellow podcaster and you're like, hey, 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 don't, don't ask me that twice. But at any rate, uh, or two, two questions at once at any rate, but, but just the people, you find that their lives vastly improve. You know, when they mm-hmm. can finally clean things out, I imagine it improves all aspects of their life. Am I correct? Oh, absolutely. They're all kind of interrelated. So you can't affect one without affecting the other. And so when you work on your emotional life and your inner work, everything kind of lines up. Your physical health, your relationships, your business, everything on the outside lines up when you line up the inside. Well, it's a perfect segue because we're going to get into the resource question. And I'm pretty excited because you mentioned right before we went on the air that you're going to have some resources for some for folks. So number one, you'll have a free resource, but then there's also something that I thought was really inexpensive as far as what you're offering. So I'd love you to talk about those and then any other resources mm-hmm. you want to point people out. Of course, we'll have links to your site, shereeburton.com and your podcast and all the ways to get a hold of you. But I know you have some good stuff for our listeners, so I'd love to hear them. Yeah, thank you. Sure. So I do have a feminine boss it's just feminineboss.school.com. So I teach people how to women, but men can certainly benefit as well. But it's it's all about like how to stay aligned while you're working a business and how to do it with family life, how to have authentic goddess confidence. And it's just a 12 module course, and it's only like 97 dollars. I just barely launched that, 
And then I have a free offering on shereeburton.com, which is just a little multi-sensory healing kit that you can download. It's got a meditation, a couple recipes, just some fun stuff to nourish yourself and stay lined up. So yeah, that's basically what I'm focusing on right now. I do have a lot of other offerings, but those are the two that I feel would really benefit your listeners. Well, I'll definitely encourage people to visit shereeburton.com and it's C-H-E-R-I-E burton.com. So pretty easy to find, pretty easy to remember. And of course, if you forget, then all the links will be on the notes for you. But uh, Cherie, I'm going to give you the floor for the last question here. And uh, actually, it's not a question. It's actually handing the mic over to a fellow podcaster. And uh, Cherie, <laughs> I am going to give you the floor. And, you know, I feel like we could have really did, did a 12-hour interview with everything <laughs> that you have. It's talk about leaving the audience wanting more, but we at least get you for a few more minutes and you can tell our listeners exactly how you would like to close out the podcast. The floor is yours, Cherie. Thank you. Well, I think I would just end with just assuring everyone that you're on the right path. And even if you're in a state of crisis or you feel like things are spinning out of control, you're still on the right path because it's bringing you somewhere and you're learning something. So the fact that you're listening to a podcast tells me that you are searching and seeking, that you want to improve your life and you want to improve the lives of others. And so stay the course and stay conscious. And yeah, no matter where you've been, what you've done, whatever, it doesn't matter. You always have the opportunity to start all over again every single second of your life. And the highest gift you can give yourself is to nourish that glorious body and soul that you have. Well, Cherie Burton of CherieBurton.com. Check out her podcast, check out her website, and certainly check out the offerings that she has for us. And uh, Cherie, I, I really thank you for your time this week. It was wonderful to be able to talk to you and to get your insights and to get dif- a different take on depression and the uh, struggles that uh, you don't mm-hmm. often hear. So again, thank you for your time. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's an episode that was recorded in 2020, but still just as relevant in 2021. In fact, maybe even more so. Rebecca Stein, PhD, emphasizes the value of flexibility and evolution within a business. However, the heart of Rebecca's success is her ability to elevate those around her. Here's a little bit from Rebecca. We really took advantage of this, we were all in this together sort of aspect. I really enjoy collaborating with other organizations and businesses and lifting other people up as often as I can. You know, a rising tide lifts all ships, right? It's something that I say all the time. And and the more, even though we're all in somewhat of a competitive sphere, by us all succeeding, you know, it just helps our community thrive. You can help us elevate our success to simple ways to do it. Number one, share the episodes you find relevant. Number two, rate and review the podcast. If you could do both, that would be great. One of the two would still be great. But regardless, we appreciate you listening. We'll see you next week.